Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, three CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting, noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks so much for your company. Three CR broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations at the overlap of the Wurundjeri and Bunurong peoples, 
and we pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in from whichever land you are tuning in from. And we acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. I'm Sally Goldner. I'm your host for Out of the Pan. For the hour, I use the pronouns she and her. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show today, and I am asking for your input. Um, we'll come to the topic in a minute, so um, have those um, various means of communication ready. Out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61. 456-751-215. Tweet Mastodon Blue Sky Instagram at Sal Gold said so. Remember, that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook, Sally Goldner AM and out of the pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. Also Snail Mail, PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. Remember, any opinions I express on the show are my own, not those of any organisation with which I have been associated, past or present. And um, we opened up today with Marie Wilson and Won't Keep a Good Girl Down. Yes, I'll kick out at the count of two. There's the wrestling reference at six minutes and nine seconds past the hour. It's done. Um, So you'd have to be betting quickly today if you're going to get that one. Fabulous Marie Wilson. Um... I will very much give all our phone lines today for content notes um, because the topic is one that would more than likely um, have a possibility of invoking it. So um, to contact um, QLife, including Switchboard in Victoria and Tasmania, 1-800-184-527. Um, you can contact um, the Family Violence Service, on, which is a separate to QLife, one 800 Five four two eight four seven, Rainbow Door one eight hundred seven two nine three six seven. I'll start that again. One eight hundred seven two nine three six seven, and you can SMS Rainbow Door on zero four eight zero zero one seven two four six. The reason I'm bringing those content notes in is because tomorrow, the twentieth of November, every year is Trans Day of Remembrance, and we honour those we have sadly lost due to outright transphobic murders and that is obviously a difficult topic and but I don't think we can really avoid it at this time of year and I try on this show I would add to you know balance you know the sort of positives and negatives of trans life I try to find inspirational trans and allied people or bi for that matter and allied and all the rest of it Um, but um, you know we also can't ignore um, what is going on um, you know sort of um, around the world, um, where I'm grateful that I live here in Melbourne slash Nam, in Victoria, and to a fair extent Australia, and I want to come to that. Um, but I also want to talk about today, and this is why I want your input, um, is um, to ask what do we need to do here? Um, you know, the trans community is full of bright ideas and amazingly creative and talented people. And so um, we do need to, um, you know, sort of keep an eye on this. And the difficult topic, but the trans murder murder monitoring update, um, you know, was launched about a week ago on the 13th of November. And um, it's, um, you know, sort of talks all about um, what is going on around the world. And... You know, look, unfortunately, 320 reported murders of trans and gender diverse people, which is slightly down to 300, from 327 the previous year, but of course it's a barely a happy, is obviously not a happy statistic to in any way or degree. And um, so it's still at a very high level. And 235 um, known murders in Latin America and the Caribbean um, and Armenia, Belgium, and Slovakia reported for the first time this year. So the things that um, come out from the summary, and I'll put the link into the podcast, but it is transrespect.org. 94% were trans women, what it says here, or trans feminine and or trans feminine people. And that shows immediately the sort of underlying chauvinism, misogynism, toxic masculinity that, of course, you know, dominates transphobia and 
really. I sometimes think lots of forms of prejudice. It really is just a selfishness that overlaps so hugely with toxic masculinity. Um, globally, almost half of murdered trans people with, whose occupation was known were sex workers, 48%, and 78% in Europe. So trans people stand in solidarity with all sex workers, cis and trans. And we note that um, next month in December is, um, inter, um, on the 17th of December, is International Day um, to, that acknowledges the International Day um, to um, end violence against sex workers. And um, um, that, yet yeah, the 17th of December, for that date, we stand in solidarity with sex workers. For more information that is sex worker specific, on all sorts of things, you can look at Scarlet Alliance, the national organisation here in so-called Australia, and Vixen Collective, and there are many other good ones. They're just two that leap to the top of my mind. Um, we then um, go in further. Um, trans people affected by racism make up 80% of the reported murders, and that's up 15% from last year. 45% of trans people reported murdered in Europe whose migration background is known were migrants or refugees. So we're getting a huge you know, sort of idea of the disproportionate nature of transphobic violence. 19 to 25-year-olds most at risk. And so this is why parental support is important and family of origin or um, I'll use the term family of origin support. Um, and of cases with age data available, three quarters between 19 and 40 years old. So our youth certainly are vulnerable. Um, again, Latin America and the Caribbean, Brazil, not good. Obviously, the right influence of far right wing people there not helping. And um, guns, a big problem, as we know. And the streets, 28%, and homes, 26%. So. You know, let's get away from ideas about don't, you know, go. Um, so similar things there to cis women and what cis women face in terms of violence. Um, so lots of things. And this, um, you know, sort of, of course, this is where we can get reporting. Where There are lots of places we're not going to get the data. There's not people on the ground willing and, and or able to report it. And so, you know, lots of things to consider there. Um and um, it's acknowledged that there are established monitoring systems in Latin America and the Caribbean. And, you know, I mentioned that, um, you know, the, um, you know, I'm very grateful that I live in Australia. And, you know, look, I don't, it's, you know, one of those things that, um, you know, we haven't, it's sort of always, I always feel very mixed when I say Australia, so-called Australia, hasn't reported any known murders of trans people this year. It's like, well, why should we even have to say that? There should be no known murders of trans people anywhere. Um, and, of course, we don't know... Um, exact, there's not a lot of monitoring, say, in Af on the continent of Africa and countries therein, which um, can limit things as well. And so, um, you know, we... Um, you know, it's not enough to say, oh, you're not being murdered. And this is one of the things that right-wing types will do to us. Say, oh, you're not being murdered. As if that we're supposed to be grateful and fall on our knees for that. Well, no. We have a right as trans people, as all people do, to live our lives as our authentic selves, as part of the whole in every way, to achieve our potential, to be happy and healthy in every way. And, well, 300 and... 70 um, people this year, 320, sorry, um, are not with us anymore to do that. And they are in our hearts and our minds at this time. And it's certainly something that we need to consider. Um, and um, um, we had a couple of messages in. Um, so, um, you know, sort of... Um, uh, come back to those after the next track, and the next track without um, un without unaffirming what I've just spoken about um, um, comes from the fact that we do need to be ourselves. We have a right to be ourselves, and that we can be. And this is one of my old favourites from the Treacles. Um, hello, Jenny Slater, if you're still listening out there somewhere on this planet, and Sparkle. Three CR eight five five AM. Three CR digital. Three CR dot org dot au. 
3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. After breakfast, 38 years of information, insights, analysis and opinion. Just plain old common sense, really. 8.30am on Fridays. This is David Rovix and you are tuned to 3CR, 8.55am, Melbourne, Australia. Step three is finding there's a tactic... When everyone believes it could be true That if all the people work collectively There just might be something we can do And everything can change Indeed it can 3CR 855am 3CR Digital 3cr.org.au 3CR On Demand However you're listening Welcome to Out of the Pan And thanks for your company Listeners of all genders Including But not limited Definitely not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thanks for your company. I'm Sally Goldner. I host this show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. I forgot to thank the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news, as they do every Sunday from 11.30 till noon, and talking shark stuff today. 
I had a couple of messages in from Jenny. Post-election analysis missing from the ABC this morning. Can we analyse the results in Mulgrave? Huge swings against the LP, increasing the independent vote plus votes to the Socialist Party and Greens. What's going on in the outer suburbs, Sally? Look, I'm I'm not Anthony Green, Jenny. Uh, uh, he's much better looking than I am. No, not um, jokes aside. Look, I, I don't know. Look, there could be a number of factors that come into play here in my best amateur, um, very, very amateur, not even 101 000.1. Now, look, my, Daniel Andrews was known for 20 years. He was a prominent leader. He had, a, obviously, a personal vote that was lost. Um, it could be cost of living issues. It could be all sorts of things. Um, and, um, you know, it could be people are fed up with the two, I call them larger parties, Liberal and Labor, um, we saw it, of course, at last year's federal election, a huge crossbench emerge, in particular, even in the lower house. Um, yes, the Teals had backing, but they did it. Um, there was a pretty high independent vote. The Liberals only just scraped into second spot ahead of an independent Ian Cook in Mulgrave. So I think there is dissatisfaction at the grassroots with our politicians. Um, you've also gone on to say, can you invite more people from the outer suburbs as we're living in different bubbles, as seen by the Mulgrave election results? Look, um, I'll come back to that. What resources are lacking or needed in the Casey area? How can we engage with our queer friends out there? I think it's about being allies to that, and I'll come back to that in a second. And we need social cohesion across Mel- all of Melbourne, be it transphobia, racism, anti-Semitism, which is sadly also on the rise too across Melbourne. Yeah, um, <clears throat> look, I think there's plenty of people in Casey who are doing amazing things and I think it's about how we engage is about how we listen the big big believer on that because something also struck me as I sat down in the chair here in the 3CR studio today this time eight years ago um, at this very time I was in all, of all places St Petersburg Russia and you know at that time there was a lot of debate about what, you know, the Sochi Winter Olympics were happening and what we should do. And the thing is, you always need to ask the people on the ground. So it's, you know, what does Casey want from us, you know, inner suburban people? Um, you know, I, I'm going to gently challenge you on the idea about different bubbles. And this comes from my experience, um, another experience, but only a couple of weeks ago. And that was at the emceeing the Pride in the North event. Um, I think there's lots of people wanting to do the right thing. And I'm a big, big believer in this, um, that, um, you know, yes, there's a lot of noise and yes, there are, you know, obviously concerns and yes, all of us, but including queer people in the inner and just beyond the inner suburbs, I call myself in the middle of suburbia where I live, are also concerned about cost of living, um, I'll be very frank with you, for a few days this week I had zero money in my savings account and the credit card was at, um, was at full limit. So I've got cost of living pressures too, Jenny, so it's about how do we put it all together. And I think we can, so I think that is possible to do that because if we treat people with respect and people are not in poverty because of who they are, then maybe that's going to ease some cost of living pressures. That's just one thought, and that's very off the cuff, so to speak, although I'm wearing short sleeves, so maybe I don't have any cuffs. Seriously, I think that we can just come at this with basics of compassion and kindness, and you know, I think that outer suburbs, regional, rural Victoria, and then as much as I can speak beyond Victoria, I'm mean, living by my own principles, can I speak for what's happening um, in um, the rest of the country? Um, not with as much authority, I suppose, but um, there are going to be differences regionally. And this was one of the things that Pride in the North talked about, um, was that um, you know we now need to be drilling in to some extent for differences in local regions. So maybe there are some, but you know, as someone who, as I say, who lives in what I call middle suburbs, um, what do I need to do to understand um, those differences if I'm you know where I am? So I think they're fair thoughts, Jenny, um, but I think we, you know, we there are differences, but also it's about holding space for what we might have in common um, um, as well as just thinking about differences. Um, and um, 
you know, let's sort of, as I say, hold space for both. Um, yeah, what else can we do? This, this is the ideas we want, you know, to get this thinking because, of course, um, in this week of Trans Awareness Week, also we had the Out in the Open Festival up in Shepparton and, unfortunately, another, well, I'll say, advertised drag event had to be cancelled in a pop-up event and well done to the Rainbow Angels for being on the job. But we shouldn't need Rainbow Angels either. I think it's a sad statement that um, we are ha- you know we need Rainbow Angels, and I think we need you know some people won't say this, but police are supposed to defend law and order, and the drag events are lawful events, and yet threats stop them going ahead. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again, and I can say this as someone who is to use my term culturally Jewish, but um, of the Jewish faith to a small extent, if these threats were happening against synagogues, police would be all over it. And I don't think it's good enough that police are letting these people get away with it and the th- people making the threats need to be um, charged. You know, they are, you know, they're not, there's got to be something going wrong here. I don't know, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what law specifically people making threats are breaking. If they're doing it online, is that misuse of an electronic device or something that would be a starting point um in my book but it just simply cannot go on um this way that these things still keep happening so um you know i think we need to start asking police why are they not doing more by saying just cancel are they really looking after their own interests because oh they don't want to deploy police there well, police, with respect, you're there to look after the public in accordance with the law. And the, the majority of Victorians do not want, in my opinion, um, lawful events cancelled in this way. So there's some strong opinions, but it might need some strong allyship to stand up against this sort of thing. Because you give extremists a millimetre, they'll take an Earth's circumference, and it's not good enough that they're not being slapped down hard, uh, metaphorically speaking, um, and they're continuing to get away with this. So there's some thoughts for everyone. Um, Welcome your thoughts back, and let's um, have some constructive conversations. We need every allyship we can get here that is peaceful and respectful and stands up for safety and those sorts of things, which is a perfect lead-in, totally unintended, I promise you, to the track that I have scheduled next, um, and um, it's because I can. It's a Midnight Oil track, and I will play it. And Peter Garrett has a new album coming out with Martin Rotzi on guitar, but not a Midnight Oil album. Um, and just very quickly, Kayleen has said here here on Police Phone to act those making threats should be charged. Yep, I'm with you, Kayleen. Let's have a listen in the meantime to um, Midnight Oil and a track from one of their live albums. Appropriately, only the strong. 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally.
3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Um, And we just heard from Midnight Oil, only the strong from the early 1990s album Screaming Blue, uh, 1991 to be precise. No, 1992, Um, late 1991. Um, again, heading into 1992. Uh, that was originally recorded at a Capitol Theatre concert in Sydney in 1982. Still one of my favourite things ever, as these young people say. Um, we've had another message in from Jenny. What's going on there? Um, I just think there's a different vibe and not in a divisive way. Um, some queers assimilate to fit in where they can't afford to be their authentic selves in the burbs. That is true. Um, police are part of a jigsaw, but the lack of consultation with councils and lack of resources um, between all these parties. Yeah, look, there's probably a fair thing. So um, it's about organising it, but in a way that people will be seen to be genuinely included. There was concerns raised about a police and community town hall. I think it was the end of 2021 from memory, certainly in one of the two lost years of um, recent humanity um, due to COVID and lockdowns. I want to acknowledge that, of course, still COVID and um, is an ongoing thing. And, you know, people think, oh, it's all behind us. Well, it's not. Many immunocompromised people feeling very left out of life. I hope that this show um, does give a bit of connection to those sorts of people of any background, other backgrounds. Um, and, of course, we seems there's a new variant out there on COVID which is a little scary. Um, So keep up to date with your vaccinations. That can certainly help reduce um, the possibility of transmission and spread if you, if you um, are so, if that's what you need, if you can get vaccinated, of course, that is. Um, Yeah. So yeah, it's just about continuing to communicate, we'll say respectfully and, you know, listen, I think is such a critical factor in this. Um, on a different topic, just to get away, not again, not of course diminishing um, um, Trans Day of Remembrance, a very important day on the rainbow calendar, which as it is tomorrow, as we're in Trans Awareness Week. Um, I've got to say, Friday week ago, I didn't get a chance to mention last week you know, in our busy and fruitful chat with um, Noah about the Trans History Project, um, I went to the Green Left comedy um, debate. Um, um, and it was a fun night had by all. Um, great to see lots of 3CR people there, 3CR having stall, 3CR long supporters of that. Lots of fun. The topic was should we acknowledge, um, what is it, acknowledge our AI overlords? Um, well, this this program is being done by a human, a human, a human. Ha, 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 ha. Um, haven't done that gag in a few years. Someone has to keep those uh, um, Daryl Summers gags going. Only kidding. Love you, Daryl. Um, seriously, um, yeah, good fun night and a great fundraiser for a great cause, Green Left Weekly, um, keeping us informed of progressive events. Jenny's come in, um, be careful demonising an entire police force when there are a few rotten apples. Well, you're right. There are... You know, look, um, this, this, my next statement probably won't be popular there, but I honestly believe, yes, there are some wonderful police and there are through to some who aren't so good. But there is a problem that when we just say there's a few rotten apples, we're diminishing something. I had a, a what, in my, what, in my opinion, and I think can, can be concluded reasonably, was an inappropriate piece of behaviour from a police officer three and a half years ago, Jenny. And... Um, I did get some justice in the end where a, a traffic, alleged traffic violation was withdrawn and even got the demerit points withdrawn. And the police officer who intervened reminded the police officer who violated me, um, verbally um, violated me, by saying that every time a police officer goes out there and puts on the uniform, they represent the whole force. And so, yeah, there might be some rotten apples, but the thing is they have an, a greater amount of power than average citizens, and so um, they have to use it wisely, um, is my thing on police. And I also think personally there needs to be an investigation into far-right influence in police force, um, 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 right-wing influence in police forces around the country and other um, establishment powers I, you know, after what happened in uh, March this year, which we haven't forgotten, and I don't think we can ignore in the context of today's show 
Um, why hasn't that happened? Kayleen has messaged me to say I've asked MPs why the thugs haven't been charged, but no answer. Hmm. You know, well, you know, I think that's a fair fair question, Kayleen. Maybe that's something this show needs, and I think the um, radical voices on 3CR um, sowing the seeds of dissent and asking the hard questions need to do. Because, um, you know, yeah, not all, pol- as I say, I'll be fair, there were some lovely police, um, have been or and still are, but there needs to be balance, is one of the best words, in the, my favourite words in the English language anyway. Coming back to your email, there is a Casey group that liaises with the, um, as they're now called, the LOLO police officers. We've um, the lovely acronym GLOW fell off the tongue and it's now LOLO, being LGBTIQA plus liaison officers, um, and there are connections made. Um, the African Festival and the city involved with police, and of course that community has had its issues over time. Let's build bridges and work harder to stamp out the extremist minority. Yes, well, you know, bridges, I'm going to use an analogy, bridges start from both sides of the river. And, you know, it just seems like there's constantly a lot of reaching, stretching over the river from some in the queer community to get there. And some are doing good work. Um, the Victorian Pride Lobby, declaring my any possible interest as a life member of said organisation, I think does good work on that front. But it needs to be for all of rainbow communities. And I sometimes think that police get suckered into the middle-class gay and lesbian approach. When I got this alleged traffic violation, um, I was told by the police officer who gave it to me that people like you think you're above the law. Well, what's the person I've got to do with it? Um, got anything to do with so he was bringing in his own biases now yes we all do um, but when you're again when you're in a position of power don't you know no you've got a greater responsibility to go with that level of power that you have so I think there's still police that need that happening Kayleen's also come in the potential systemic problems of police organizations were shown up by the recent inquiry into New South Wales following failures on rainbow people despite some being good yeah and you know I think that there is this systemic toxic masculinity police may be based on military hierarchy you know that's not the answer to dealing with community and it's about how we make our police more adaptable to situations they don't just come at it from a that i'm being deliberately exaggerated here a chest thumping law and order approach 99 percent of the people police are going to deal with are the public and you know say i don't know 80 percent of those people are innocent citizens and 19% 19% are civil offenders. Yes, they're doing 68 in a 60 zone or whatever it is, or they're 0.051, and that's not appropriate, um, sure. But you can still, you know, be civil to people. Um, you don't have to, you know, sort of, you know, you know, sort of metaphorically stand over people in that way, I think, is the answer here. And I just think, it, you know, it's going to build more, um, more good than just, you know, this idea that you strike fear into innocent people it just doesn't make sense to me um yeah um but um also just um to mention some of the other things while i before i forget that um came up um there were various um things handed out at the um green left weekly the people's blockade of the world's largest coal port is on november 24th 27th um, and put on by Rising Tide. You can look for information on that on social media. It's, um, this Tuesday, the 21st, in Roxborough Park, there's a public forum on um, fully funding public schools, um, particularly in the northern suburbs of Melbourne, from Coburg to Craigieburn, and that's been caught by the Broadmeadows Region Australian Education Union, an AEU Victorian branch. And coming up a little later down the track on Saturday, the 9th of December, 1pm Victorian State Library um, is the National Day of Action for Housing is a Human Right. And while I'm sort of in a bit of a things what are coming up, which I usually do at the end of the show, got to remember that um, this afternoon, and we remember a few couple of weeks ago, we had the wonderful people um, talking about the situation in Singapore. We'll remind that that rally is on at 4pm in the State Library. Say no to transgenocide. Um, that is the transgenocide funded by Christofascists um, in Singapore, 4pm outside the State Library, Swanson and Latrobe Streets in the Central Business District. So, as they say, it's all happening. Um, and I'll just you know, keep it rolling. I'm going to be in, intuitive and spontaneous. No, I'll have to think about it. Am I spontaneous? I'll have to think about it. Boom, boom. Um, 
And um, yep, um, don't forget next Saturday, November the 25th at 1.30, um, you've got the Trans Day of Resistance Rally also at the State Library. Um, so two things, 4pm today, um, the 19th of November, and then Trans Day of Resistance um, is sort of 1.30pm. And unfortunately, um, this time last year, of course, give or take, we were having the um, Trans Pride March, um, the organisers a bit... Um, Exhausted, and so not happening this year, but they'll, they'll be back, to quote Mr Schwarzenegger. So um, these are the things we can do that promote visibility, that bring us together. They're also good things to do, um, and there's this great sense of energy and giving things that you can take away from that, all good things. And, of course, must mention, um, coming up in a couple of weeks, um, is Red Ribbon Day, because um, um, World AIDS Day is the first day of what we call Southern Hemisphere um, Summer. And I'm going to thank one of our listeners, Anton, for um, forwarding me the info on this. Um, the Red Ribbon Appeal is, is underway. And I think that, you know, whilst it's important we do cover all issues, um, you know, that HIV has a little become a little teensy-weensy bit um, being um, overlooked in this day and age. Um, you know, it's important, you know, for a long time, yes, it was dominant and reasonably so, but let's um, always remember that. So Red Ribbon Appeal, and I'm just looking for the exact website you can go to. Um, there is, um, um, which I'll, I'll bring up for you and perhaps come back to you with, with, come back with it, with it for you after some musics. Um, because um, I got, I know it's not quite within the theme of the show, but I felt like playing it got alerted to a band called Dave Favors and the Roadside Ashes. And they have lots of good tracks, so I'm going to go with this one for a bit. Because um, 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 there's so much happening, I'm all caught up. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
The 11th annual Setting Sun International Film Festival is calling for entries for its 2024 festival. Enter your short film or feature and help celebrate the occasion. There are loads of great prices, including $1,000 for best film. For your chance to be in the running and see your film screened at the gorgeous Sun Theatre or at Kindred Studios, both in Yarraville, head to settingsun.com.au. Entries close on the 31st of January 2024. Setting Sun is a 3CR supporter. This is Tim McMillan. Support the radio station that supports live music in Melbourne, 3CR. That is us, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, well, most thereof, um, <clears throat> coming up towards the end of the year. I will be taking a break in January and probably, although not confirmed at this stage, we'll have to um, work something out for about three weeks' time on the 10th of December. Um, come back to that in a second. Um, more messages from have come in. They're all ha- it's, all ha- it's all happening here at the MCG. Um, and at 3CR Studios, thank you, Bill Laurie. Um, we need to look at the bigger picture and the ugly gun and police culture in America with our queer friends there. Well, that's very true. And look, credit where it's due. The one good thing that John Howard did in nine years was, even if it was reactive, was um, the gun ban. And otherwise, I'd shudder to think where we would be. Um, you know, it's about perspective and the hard truth that we still live in a gun-free culture with a professional police force that's not perfect but still pretty good. Well, granted, you know, look, there's police forces everywhere, and I mean... I'll raise the content note warning here. One of the trans murders, I was having a look at them, then decided not to read out details. Now I will. One was where a trans person was run over by a police officer on a on a motorbike in Mexico, and it certainly didn't sound like an accident. Um, um, Jenny also says, "Glad, grateful I live in Australia." Yep, um, I'll go with that. Um, Jack has messaged in, the bad apples are one thing, but the barrel with the police is the issue as it is with any essentially authoritarian system. Good neurodivergent perspectives there, Jack. Apps are positively lootly. Um, Need for broader methods of accountability, more meaningful and independent corruption, watchdogs, etc. Yes, Um, I have concerns that police investigate police with, um, I think it's professional standards that it's called now, or ironically it used to be called ethical standards. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. And I think that's a really good ongoing issue. Um, um, on the, tomorrow's T-Door, I hope to see more diversity in that space. We still live in an amazing country, especially with a younger uh, generation like Georgie Stone, who's named Young Melbourne of the Year last week. Yes, she was. And I'm hoping to get an interview with Georgie before we wrap up for the year. I've put in my request for that. The 3CR forwarded that to me, thanks to the Fab 3CR team here. Um, not to diminish anything we're discussing, but um, Jenny, agree with you. Dolly Parton has a new album with all rock covers. Um, she nails it. Check it out. Yes, <clears throat> that's on my to-do list. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> um, and to get rid of the cough as well. It's not the cough that carries you off. It's the coffin they carry you off in. Um, so, yes, um, got to get on to that one. Um, Dolly, of course, awesome um, human being, um, without question. Um, and, um, you know, sort of um, just so... You know, just does it in such a way um, that um, she um, has an ability to bring people together. I remember the last time she was out here, I think, late 2010s, and there was a trans man who had a happy birthday sign up in the front row. There was a drag queen in the front row. And yet there were people, country fans, people of you know who would appear to be older, da-da-da-da-da, everybody there. The World AIDS Day site I was looking for is worldaidsday.org.au to find out what's going on in so-called Australia, and it has a state and territory sort of guide, which is um, a good thing, and uh, make sure you support that and get your red ribbons. Um, Very quickly, two more things to mention, because I'm just about right on the end of time. Um, I think I've got all your messages (laughs) covered, Jenny. Um, Yep, I have got that. Um, just check the um, SMS line. Um, 
<clears throat> no, got that one covered and got got them all covered. Um, of most importance today, Freedom of Species is coming in next, and they have a really, really important show. Their show is um, on Panis- Palestinian Animal League who operate in occupied panel Palestine. Harley McDonald Eckersall from an Animal Advocacy Conference in 2019. So right on the button, Freedom of Species. Keep it tuned to 3CR and listen to all the podcasts and on demands that you can. Um, and one blatant plug, um, also on Friday, 1st of December, nothing to do with community, but um, be at Relentless School of Pro Wrestling in Melton and see me ring announcing. Um, and on that note, your winner for the day is the trans and allied communities. I'd better get out of here and make way for Freedom of Species. Take it out today with some of Jade Star um, on Trans Day of Remembrance. I'm an amazing musician who an amazing person and always be gender optimized 2.0 thanks for tuning into out of the pan take care everyone and thinking of you all tomorrow i'm sally goldner catch you next week